Yo, what's going on, family? It's Samuel here again. Um, and today, I actually just wanted to talk about something that I I get asked a lot. I genuinely, every time I do a Q&A for the tribe who follow me on you know social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, I always get asked, yo, Samuel, how do you maintain a level of consistency in your walk as a believer? So in terms of consistent prayer consistent um reading of the word of god you know just living a consistent christian life that's that's how it's phrased anyway and i think it's one of those ones where everyone kind of struggles with this to some degree you know whether you're like uh, a brand new believer like you literally gave your life to christ you know maybe a couple months ago or you're an old timer you know those you know the christians who like ah back in my day christianity is not like it used to be back in my day we used to fast for 26 days and then it's like okay whether you're like an old 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 timer or like you're a brand new believer everyone has this you know sort of struggle i mean we're human beings and to be honest because life Life has a way of just throwing things at you. Good things, bad things, everything in between. Things that distract, things that take your time. And it's very important as believers for us to be able to set time in order to have this sort of consistent time with the Lord, with our Father, with the creator of the whole world, the whole universe. We need to set time to have this sort of um, communion because we were as, as human beings we were created for fellowship created for communion with God and we need to maintain that despite how busy life could be so I was just thinking about it and I just want to share some stuff that has helped me so um, yeah hope it goes some way to helping someone out there um, so I kind of just want to start with a portion of scripture um, taken from Joshua 1 8 um it's a very popular verse script i think this is like one of the very first ones i memorized when i was a kid so we used to have this thing called draw your sword if you grew up in like in church you should have played a game where it was like a memory um, re- memory verse retention game and i was actually the champion of draw your sword you know believe it or not and um basically you have your bible out in your hands and they'll say draw your sword you draw it and then the person, the game leader will say, open to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 5. And then the first person to go there, you know, wins wins the round. And you keep going like that. But we had another round, which is just Bible retention, Bible memory verse retention. And Joshua 1.8 was like one of the first ones I remembered. Um, it says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So, you know, keeping away the prosperous and successful part of it for, for for the time being, because we know that's just the end goal of anyone who meditates and carefully studies the word of God. That's just a fact. OK, um, meditating on the word of God day and night, it's 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 commanded. It's just like we have to do it. If we say we are believers, we need to set time for it. Um, so I guess the first thing with like any relationship that I've ever been in in my life or any friendships or any of the people that I hold close to me, the first thing I've done is always made time. I've always just, yeah, if I value you, if I respect you, if I love you, I'm going to make time for you. And it's a decision that has to be made in the heart first. Um, So seeking consistency in fellowship with God, it's just like any other relationship like that you care about. Uh, because of the desire you have and the value that you have for those relationships and I think that's kind of the next thing 
I want to jump into is like, ask yourself, how much do you value your walk with God? Because depending on how much you value it depends, would, would show in how much time you put in towards it. I'm not sure if I'm making sense. So I guess the first place to start is a heart check and a heart posture. How much do I value my walk with God? The more value I place on this, the more it will be easier to prioritize. Yes, social media will be a distraction, but you will prioritize your walk with God because you understand how valuable it is, like how valuable quality time is with the Father. Our understanding of who God is and what he has done for us and the gospel message, this beautiful gospel message truth that we know and that we hold so dearly, the the more we understand that and the deeper we understand that, that will increase our value that we have for God and for quality time of the Lord. And then we would it would increase our desire to spend more time with him. So if you're maybe struggling with prioritizing, you know, your walk with God or time of God in your life, maybe the first place to start is a heart check. And, a, and I mean, an honest heart check, not just like, oh yeah, I love God. You know, Jesus, I love you. You know, I'd be crying every Sunday. No, I don't mean that. I mean, genuinely ask yourself this question. Is this something that I value? Um, just be honest with yourself. I think the first place in terms of starting this new life of consistencies is ad- admission. You know, admit if you if you haven't valued God so far, then yeah, there's there's no better day to start again. That was a that was an unnecessary plug. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go go check out that no better day still. <laughs> so to become more Christ-like, reading scriptures to know how to love and live. It's just vital. It helps us to make sense of our world today. Like, I don't know about you, but this life is crazy. Like, there's so many things that can just come and take away your sense of thought. There's so many things competing for your mind. So reading the scripture and um, renewing your mind every single day helps you make better sense of the world from Christ's point of view. Um, And the transformative power of Christ is always in full effect with consistent prayer and study. There's literally that transformative process that goes on in the life of every everyone who's given their life to Christ. So the more you study the word, the more you become more Christ-like, you realize that the person that used to get angry so easily every time is now the most humble and meek and kind-hearted person. That transformative power that we always sing about, that we pray about, the reality and the practicality of it is that it probably won't be in full effect if there is no consistent time dedicated in to studying the scripture, to studying the word of God. We need to in order to become Christ-like. Some other people might say, all right, cool, but, you know, why else do I need to, you know, have consistent prayer and study? Check it out. It's, it's quite simple. We're in a spiritual battle. Yeah, as a believer, um, we, we, we need to be suited up. We need to put on the whole armor of God. In Ephesians 6, it talks about putting on the whole armor of God. Um, I used to, I would never recommend this, by the way, but when I was in university, there were some exams that I just said, you know what, Omo, Jesus Christ, be the Lord and Savior of my life. You know the end of my, my, my um, you know my end from the beginning anyway. But this exam, I can't, you know, when you know some exams are just like, bruv, no matter how much you study, it's just not entering for some reason. And I would really not recommend that. But none of us would go into an exam hall unprepared. If you know you've got a test coming up on on a, a certain date, you would do your best to get ready for that exam. Now, in life, because we face spiritual battles, there are tests that we face. You know, trials will come. The life of a believer um, is marked by trials. Like, let me just say this now. Um, it, it will come. Trials will come. 
They won't overcome you because of God, but they will come and they will test you. There, some things will happen that will really test your faith and you need to be prepared to face those. And the only way you can be best prepared is if you've you've got the word of God in you. This is like the best weapon to live in today's world. In 2022, the word of God is probably the most effective weapon you can have to withstand trials, to withstand temptation and to just keep your sanity, if I'm being totally honest with you. So why would you go through life without the life manual and without the author of life? Like, question mark, question mark. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I have to say to that. Um, another thing that personally helped me once I decided to chase a more consistent faith was my friendships. Who are you surrounded by? Who advises you? You know, are they... Um, like-minded in in your joint pursuit of christ is is it mutual you know it, it, it just doesn't help if you're the one in your friendship group who is always trying to drive everyone towards christ and everyone's trying to pull you to to other things you know like, oh, you're trying to you're trying to do this trying to do that and it's just not christ glorifying and um i would always question the friendship groups and who are the people that speak into your life the most one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life is break off certain friendships. It was tough because, you know, people were the funniest, people were the most kind-hearted, but at the end of the day, they just didn't know Christ. And it was hard because I needed to pursue this, this new life that I now had. But then I had a lot of friends who were just not on the wave. And it's one thing to try to encourage them to do something, but it got to a point where they started becoming a genuine stumbling block in my walk with Christ. And I just had to love them from a distance. And it just, I guess, eventually fizzled out. Like if you're trying to chase Christ, it's best to just surround yourself with people who love him as much as you do. And even more, <laughs> if that makes sense. And I guess lastly, just, you know, I'll probably say discipline is a beautiful thing. Um, Not all habits or not all good habits that I now have came very easily i have a friend who i've you know for a very long time and he i would say recently but about maybe a couple years into his you know fitness journey and we were having a conversation one time and he was detailing how incredibly tough it was to gather himself to keep on going back to the gym over and over and over again people who want to eat healthy as well it takes an incredible amount of discipline it really does um i started with 15 minutes a day i remember i was in university this is when i like rededicated my life to jesus christ and i was like, all right 15 minutes a day and i would have like a plan a bible plan like on a bible app and then a resource material and then i would pray in what i just read so there is i think it's called bible munch there is a re there's some resources on youtube one is called bible munch and they generally have gone through the whole Bible and just done chapter by chapter by chapter. And there is a, a small 10 minute YouTube video dedicated to each chapter of the Bible or most, I think it's mostly the New Testament if I'm being honest actually. But um, but there are, there are resources there if you just find them out. Things that can work for you. However time you have, there are resources online that could help. Um, I've got a website called Got Questions as well. They've been extremely helpful in all my walk of God in terms of all the questions that I have there are solutions on that website that just answer it from a biblical point of view and it's incredibly helped my faith it, it really has um asking your friends to do studies with you you know uh, this Christian walk is is DIY and it's extremely like 
it can be tough at some points, but friendships can really help you make the best out of it. It's sweeter when you have people around you that you can do life with who are also believers. Um, yeah, like set some time, literally set some time, like force some time into it. You might be there saying, oh, I don't have all the time in the world, but somehow you've got time for, you know, a Netflix movie and somehow you've got time for this and that and that. And I'm not saying all these things are bad. You know, it's always nice to have some form of leisure. However, our time is our most valuable asset. So we should spend it doing the things that give us the biggest payoff, both now on earth and in light of eternity. So I guess in conclusion, it boils down to this question. How bad do you want it? How much do you want to know God better? With every relationship that has blossomed anywhere in the world, it's taken time, it's taken love, it's taken a genuine desire from both parties to be close to each other. And here we have God the Father always extending his arm saying, I love you, child. I love you, child. I want to do life with you. So his extension of his love is always there. He's already gone 100%. We need to decide in our hearts to really chase God and really live out this Christian walk to the fullest. And it is possible. It is possible. So I'll just say a quick prayer. Thank you, Father, for this time. Um, thank you for every heart who's listening to this, who is just in that period of, you know, wanting to pursue a deeper, more loving, more affectionate relationship with you. And for some reason whatsoever, it just feels like there aren't enough hours in the day. Lord, we pray that you would ignite that love in their hearts right now. Help them to see how much they need you. Help them to see how special doing life with you is. Help them to see their lives in view of eternity. And above all, Lord, let your Holy Spirit continue to guide and show them things that they can actively do in order to prioritize you. We thank you for being a loving father who's always extending an arm to us. We love you. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>